All right, welcome back to another episode of Sidrit's podcast. Super excited to have Paul McRae on. Uh, he's a director at Sync Law, a real estate closing firm here in Boston. So, Paul, welcome. Thanks, Sidrit. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm working from the pleasure and comforts of my own home today. Hey, got to love that. Getting ready for the long weekend. How about yourself? Same here. Same here. No complaints. Uh, hey, thank you so much for being on. So you're a director with Sync Law, have vast experience in real estate. I believe you've been a lender too uh, back in the day. Uh, well, so tell us a little more. So yeah, I, I got my career started in real estate really early back in 1998 as a uh, residential retail loan officer. Uh, with a company in Needham called uh, Green Park Mortgage back in the time, which then became Berkshire Bank, uh, ended up um, acquiring them not too long ago, actually. Uh, I wasn't there for that part of it. I was a retail originator um, for Green Park in 98, 99, uh, for two years, early 2000. And then I uh, was scooped up by a wholesale rep for the subprime uh, wholesale lending uh uh, industry that exploded and was, you know, responsible for most of the um, of the economic uh, downturn in the real estate market. Uh, but I rode that subprime wave uh, on the wholesale side uh, back in uh, 2001, two all the way through 2007, uh, almost all the way through 2007 into a little bit of 2008. Wow! So I started on the retail origination side. Uh, doing residential, then I moved on to the wholesale side, dealing with just loan officers, um, and then I started with a law firm called Nigerian Associates um, in mid '09. Um, what what made you switch? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, well, and- I um I would the the uh, the sales manager over at Green Park Mortgages, Joel Cornbleet at the time. He is a dinosaur and a legend in this business. I'm sure you've met him or know him. Um, but, uh, he was begging me to get in the business for years. And, uh, some friends of mine that I grew up with in Randolph, Massachusetts, a South Shore guy, um, were, uh, were working there. And one of them was the owner or a co-owner. And then, uh, two, two other girls and, and guys that I knew that were, uh, they were in post-closing, they were in, uh, processing, uh, they were in funding and they wanted me to come and originate for years. So I finally, you know, took the guys of Joel and went in there every weekend for, I want to say six months before I was even able to talk to anybody on the phone. Um, And the training was the big part of it and learning, 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 learning how to read a rate sheet, uh, learning how to sell a rate, learning how to, you know, identify the potential clients, personalities, whether or not, you know, how to, you know, just get into the sales vibe of it all. You know, it's, it's just reading people, uh, understanding what their needs are, you know, and uh, do they want a cash out refi? You know how it is, you, you, yep. you know, yep. it's a from guarantee rates. So, um, <laughs> Listen, train, yeah, when I started as uh, as a lender, I started with a small mortgage broker in, in, um, in Newton, myself as well, and we didn't have optimal blue, so I know exactly what you're talking about with the rate sheets, oh, analyzing yeah. them every day, all the adjustments. Um, oh yeah, we there were there were hits for everything. Yep. Um, and then there were you know uh, you know you could take bips off for certain things. You know over seven twenty and 
you know, things like that, you know, type of house it is. And, um, so I, I get into it that way. And then um, I was doing a lot of subprime origination at the time. And the subprime rep had come in the office every week looking for subprime loans. You know, they were doing prequals right on site for anyone that, you know, had lates on their mortgages or uh, scores in the, in the 500s. So we, I was originating a lot of those. And um, she liked the way that I was doing that part of the business and said, hey, you might be a great uh, wholesale rep for subprime lender, Fremont Investment and Loan at the time. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So nice. she trained me and brought me in that way. And I rode that wave. And then after the crash, um, I started working for a real estate law firm. Uh, day one, uh, from the ground up, it was, um, I was the number one employee besides attorney Dan Nigerian at the time. And uh, he said, listen, you've created such a relationship with all of the loan officers over the years being a wholesale rep. I want to get out of criminal law. I want to get into real estate. He said, why don't you reach out to those loan officers that were sending Fremont loans, subprime loans, and see if they will send us title requests and we could do the closings. So I said, all right, kind of makes sense. So I kept every single business card I've ever acquired over the last, you know, since 1998, all the way till 2000. And uh, I want to say late eight that I was started with him. Uh, so almost 20 years of business cards. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, 10 years of business cards right 2000 yeah did and, you have uh, a rolodex no i sadrid i still have them they're in shoe boxes <laughs> shoe boxes i still have them and every every six months or so i'll go through half of a box and i'll reach out to the ones that are still in the business and see where they're at or uh if they're still at the same company some of these people you know so that's what i did we transitioned from uh my wholesale career into the title origination career by you know being the director of marketing and, and business development, creating new relationships with the loan officers um, that I wasn't able to do business with, um, maybe because they were a paper reps and I was on subprime, but they knew I was the subprime guy in their office yep. and then um, reconnect with the existing relationships that I had and see if they all wanted to, you know, start using us and trust us to do their title work. That's amazing. And then and we grew quickly, we grew quickly. We went from two employees and 200 square feet, to eight employees in, in, in a year um, in the number nine um, title insurance uh, remitter for First American Title Insurance back in 2000. And I want to say that was 15. So we grew pretty quickly. So this was a perfect transition for you going from subprime lending into, you know, being like a real estate closing attorney or development officer. Mm -hmm. Um and scaling your business that way. And that's kind of like what I want to take more from you is, you know, you've been in this business for 22 years. Yeah. Uh, you've seen a lot. Obviously I, I wasn't in the subprime days. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I started in banking in 2011. So how can an attorney lender or realtor scale to the way that you have, I believe you do business in all 50 states, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 48 states. Yeah. I mean, besides the having the connections and amazing for you, even during the days that we didn't have technology or have a CRM right. to connect, to, to collect all the data and put it in a system, you put it in a shoebox. Yeah. Besides that, what are some things you can think of that helped you scale to this level? 
Well, those shoe boxes are still in my possession and they're still full, but I, they, they are also in constant contact. So they have made it into a CRM, um, but I, I'll never throw them away. I don't know. It's just something about them. But to, to get to that scale of, of, you know, what, creating business or creating the contacts over the years, it's just always for me been getting out there, getting out there. And, you know, and COVID absolutely crushed me, um, not business-wise, because everybody did enormous amounts of business during COVID in, in the real estate industry. Uh, but it crushed me emotionally because I wasn't able to shake anyone's hand. I wasn't able to network and get out there. I mean, every event that's within a decent amount of miles from where I live or from where I work, I try to attend, you know, two to three nights a week, there's somewhere to go or something to do, even if it's not real estate related. I always wanted to be the person that I could be recognized in a room, but they weren't sure what I did. I just wanted to be that guy. Like there's that guy. He's That's always around. Yeah. Like, and so that guy, I know he's in some aspect of real estate, but I'm not really sure what it is that he does. So then that, that just creates activity because, Hey, I know, what do you do again? And then it creates a, a, an opportunity to have a conversation and then you oh, can good. explain to them. That's what I do. So the more you're out there, I mean, activity creates uh, productivity. Activity oh, creates uh, something. It's just as long as you're active, it will create eventually, in my experience, it creates business. You know, if you're just that guy and they don't really know what you do, they will ask you and they say, see what all these events. So getting out there for me in face-to-face interactions, shaking hands, you know, uh, lunches, coffees, drinks, dinners, that type of stuff was a big, huge part of my uh, ability to grow my my network and the people that I know, and not necessarily even in the business. Because if you go to these events, even Boston Young uh, Boston uh, Young Professionals, yep. uh, they have the South Shore chapter, they have the North Shore chapter. Um, those are people that are in all types of business. But if you go, you get to speak and you get to share what your business is. So the next time they have someone that they're in a conversation with that says, hey, I'm looking for a refinance or I'm looking to buy a house. They say, hey, call Paul. You know, even though I don't do that, I can get him in touch with someone that does. So like, even four or five times a month, I'll get a, a DM on, on Facebook saying, hey, um, I want a refi. Who do you got? I'm looking to sell in my house. Um, I'm, I'm in the business of buying. Um, you know, I want to flip a house. I don't do any of those things, but I know that if I get him in touch with someone that does, we're going to get the closing because that's ultimately at the end of the day, me and my office, we want to do the title work. We want to do the, the title settlement and escrow. A hundred percent. Yeah. So by being around, you've created trust. People mm-hmm. trust you. And the moment they see you, they're like, oh yeah, let me send this guy to Paul, whether it's a refi or referral to a realtor. Well, and, well, yeah, and, and I'm not going to leave him in the wrong direction. I'm always open up and, and, and honest with everybody. I'm saying, you know what? I'm not the guy for you, but I have a guy for you. You know, I but love it. I am. I, I will always uh, lead him, try to lead him in the right direction or give him to somebody else that can lead him in the right direction. If I don't. So I get calls all the time for uh, other types of law, like employment law, um, uh, uh, personal injury law. You know, they'll come to me and I, they say, do anything besides real estate? They say, I do not, but I can get you in touch with someone that can. And, you know, I'm not benefiting from any of that, but I just want to be the guy. That's the guy. Get, you know, get in touch with that guy. 
So. I'm the same, brother. I get yeah. I get so many requests about random stuff and just the fact that you're helping people. I believe in good karma or karma in general. Yeah. So it 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 comes back. It comes back, and you're not only helping other people, but you're expanding your network in that way. So you're big into obviously attending events. Are you throwing events with your company? Yes. And yes. what does that look like and how often do you do it? So we did a um, continuing education series uh, for the realtors that are required to have their credits, their annual credits. So we did a spring series. We did April, May, and June. We did a two-hour free CE course. Uh, between 20 and 30 real estate agents show up. We did it um, one in April, one in May, one in June. About 30 showed up for each. And we provide them with, uh, you mean, you can take the credits online. It's boring. You know, yeah, no, but, but, but they're actually, they, they do get the credit though, right? If they attend your class. Exactly. So we have a certified, uh, trainer, a certified CE trainer. They get a certificate at the end of the, um, at the end of the class. It's a two hour minimum class, but we do it a fun way. So this year we did it at, um, and we have another one coming up, but we did it at Harmon golf club in Rockland, Massachusetts. Um, shout out to Harmon. And, uh, they provide a breakfast check-in at 9.30, full breakfast. Um, and then they get the training from um, 10 a.m. to noon. And then after uh, the training is over, they get a full lunch buffet. And then they get to drive as many uh, free golf balls on the driving range as they want to after. So, and it's an open bar. So it's a good way. So we, we did one in April, May, and June. Uh, we have another one coming up uh, September 21st at the same place. Uh, and, um, you know, if you're interested in, in letting any of your agents know about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, the moment you said open bar, free booze, yeah, right, we right. know realtors love free booze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what a lot of people will do just for a slice of pizza. So, um, <laughs> so we do that. That's a, that's a continuing that's series. So we did it April, May, and June. We took the summer off because everybody's so busy all the time. And we start, we're starting back up. So the fall series is September 21st, which is actually the first day of fall. And then we're going to have one in October. Uh, and then we're going to take the the um, the holiday Thanksgiving, December, and January off. We'll stop back up in March. Got it. Got it. So then it's absolutely free. They come, they get their certificate at the end. Um, so that's a big thing that we did this year. Um, before I came on uh, Sync Law, I've been at Sync Law almost three years now. Uh, before I came on, they weren't uh, doing any of those things. I brought that 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 experience and knowledge and and, and practice with me. Um, and they're very open-minded. I mean, Bill Sinkavage, our owner, attorney Bill Sinkavage, is, um, he's absolutely great. Um, it's great to me, great to all the employees. And, yeah, uh, shout out to minded. It's, it's hard to find someone like me that says, you know, to someone that wasn't doing things like I do and, and then bring that idea to them and, and be open to it. You know, it's scary sometimes. Sometimes people don't like 100%. talking in front of people or, 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 or hosting an event or how to organize an event. You know, those are all, you know, we have resources that we can, you know, lean on and help us get these things done where they weren't really sure how to, what direction to go or how to start those, you know, start to start that process, I guess. And me That's coming amazing. on board has really expanded our, our uh, ability to, to meet new people, bring new people in and, and uh, teach new people. So. I love that. I love that so much. Uh, yeah. You know, that that's, if you're going to scale, I think you, you, you hit it right on, you know, with, with everything that, that you're doing and shout out to sync law. I'm actually closing a deal with you guys tomorrow. 
Uh, I've, I've used you guys a, a yep. few times in the past. Uh, yep. And what I got to say is that I've never had to like follow up on stuff, whether it's been title order, title, title requests mm. that we send in. And the fees are like one of the most reasonable out there. Very I mean, reasonable. you don't want to be the, the cheapest guy, in my opinion. Right. And you don't want to be the most expensive guy. You want to be reasonable so that, you know, because other realtors, other lenders, they see fees all day for, for attorneys right. and they will spot it. Right. So if it's someone with like exaggerated fees, which unfortunately some attorneys do it. Junk uh, fees. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and people will spot it and, and th they're going to convey that message to a client, right? I've had people that just picked an attorney online and the moment that, that I've seen their fees, it's been like, oh my God, you know, like you're getting charged almost double, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you're getting charged a purchase and sale review fee, which is fine in some cases, mm -hmm. but in most cases, we both know that if you're getting the whole deal, right, you're, you're getting title insurance, all, all the aspects of the deal, th there is money for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, some some attorneys do overcharge, in my opinion. And if, if, if I spot something that's like exaggerated, I will personally say it to my clients. Yeah, so, you but, have to. But shout out to you guys for keeping it real, you know. Uh, yeah, it, thank you. It's great to see it, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, we don't charge for those um, the, the purchase and sales review for our buyers. You know, it's it's a great. I've seen point. that. Yeah, yeah, it's a great point you make. We're already getting the the title settlement and escrow. There's no need to throw an extra three hundred and fifty dollars on there. You know, just to grab it. That's a money grab, I think. You know, listen, three fifty out there a lot still. I'll take three fifty all day, but there's right. people charging eight hundred for PNS I, review. I, I've seen it. I've seen. It. Yeah, with zero. With yeah. zero complimentary. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah. amazing. And I love so, being, so a lot of times too, like you said, you haven't had to reach out to anybody. You haven't had to follow up with anybody or stay on anybody, but I love getting involved in the deals that my network of real estate agents and loan officers bring in because I love being the first point of contact. You know, where else can you call someone seven days a week, you know, from, 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 you know, 7am to, to 10pm and get a, get a question answered or, or, you know, reach back out to me on an email. You know, I'm, I'm always available. I, I hate curveballs. I always tell all the paralegals and everybody in the office, I need to be CC'd on every email because the last thing I want is a call from a loan officer saying, how come the uh, borrower can't close at their house and you want to make them bribe the branch? I'm like, well, wait a minute. Maybe there was a, you know, there's a, there's a miscommunication there. Obviously you're not going to drive from Somerville to Braintree where I am. I said, someone missed something there. Let me take care of it real quickly. And it's, you know, it's, it's, they're always usually pretty easy, uh, solutions to these types of problems, but I love getting involved. Um, I really do. So good for I'm, you. I'm just man. glad you never had to, but if you ever did, you, you know where I am. Good for you. I mean, you kind of made a good point to my next question. Like, how do you stay competitive or what's your value proposition to your clients or referral partners when they ask you, Hey, why should we go with you, Paul? I mean, you just made one right yeah. now. Well, I'll tell you, every single month I speak at the South Shore Real Estate Association's new real estate agent Zoom. So these are up to last last month, there were 54 new real estate agents that just came out of real estate school. They just got their licenses. They haven't been tainted by any of this industry yet. Um, and they're right off the right onto the street from the classroom. So I, I speak every month uh, in front of them on a Zoom and uh, I get two minutes. 
So I, I stick to what I think sets us apart mostly in those types of situations where you, you know, it's like an elevator pitch. Yep. You know, you, you got to get it out and, and make it, you know, interesting. So I always tell everybody to be number one. Um, we're the highest rated, most reviewed real estate law firm in the entire South Shore. We take pride in that. Um, we have over a hundred five-star reviews. We're five-star rated. Um, so I, we take pride in that. We take pride in, cause you're only as good as your last closing, you know, the last, we're the last people to see the people too. And when everyone goes on their own ways, the seller goes to the Bahamas and the buyer goes to Waltham, you know, and then the real estate agents go to the bank to cash their checks. And then, you know, we, we overnight your commission. We're the last people to see anybody. So we really take pride in our, in our service, in our reviews. So that's number one. Um, number two, we're one of only three real estate conveyancing firms that I know in New England, maybe the East Coast, that has an online um, fee calculator right on our website. It's 100% accurate. We we have to stand by it as 100% as well. Whatever you see, you're going to get. You're not going to get anything different than when you show up at the table. So it's a fee uh, calculator. You t- can type in your address, um, whether it's a purchase or a refinance. What um, uh, uh, they, it's going to spit out what you can. It comes out like an LE a loan estimate. You can actually send it to your borrowers. The real estate agent can send it to their buyers or their sellers. So it just, it's complete act. It tells you the title insurance, owner's title, lender's title, recording fees, settlement fees, FedEx, every, it's to the penny. So I love the, it. Yeah. If you ever had a client that was like, Oh, what are your fees? Or when loan officers call me, what are your fees? Well, I'm on the road. I can tell you right, you know, line by line right now, um, or you can just, if you're in front of a computer, I can tell you how to get there right now. And you're going to get the same answer is going to come out of my mouth. So that's, that's technology wise. That's what kind of sets us apart. It's huge. That. Yeah. Um, one of the other things I always tell them, we, no PNS review to buyers. We're going to get the closing. It's complimentary. You don't get any less service because we don't charge the fee uh, to review a purchase and sales contract with the seller's attorney. You just, we just, we haven't ever done it since 2015. And we don't ever plan on, you know, implementing that ever. We never have. Um, and then I also say, you know, we close in mass, you know, P-Town to, uh, to, uh, to Pittsfield. You know, we'll go from Berkshire County to, to Cape Cod uh, in mass. And we'll get someone there or we can meet halfway. Or we have, which we don't like to do much, but Superior Notary um, is a service that we use, um, that we trust. And, and it's never had, a, uh, we've never had a bad experience with them. They're very reliable. Yep. Um, when you do a closing with us, we always take our pride. You get Bill or you get Steve. Yep. You know, whoever worked on your contract is going to be at the closing. And not a lot of other law firms can say that, you know. We, 90% of our closings, and let's just say we're doing 100 a month, 90 of them, you're going to get the attorney that you've dealt with this entire Bill process. or Steve. Yeah, Bill or Steve, you know, and people like that. You know, they don't want to see someone that doesn't have an intricate knowledge yep. of that entire purchase process, you know, or even refinance process. They don't want to see someone else that looked at it in the parking lot, flipped through it, and just to get their names. Some of them don't even know their names when you're walking in, you know. So we take pride in providing you the 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 comfort and security of knowing that whoever you've dealt with throughout this process, you're going to get at that closing table. 
You know, Congrats, so those are two things right there. Congrats yeah. to you and your team. You're doing exceptionally well. Yeah. Is there you. a niche market that you guys are focused on? Uh, or is it mostly residential closings? Um, I'll tell you, um, um, you know, Hussein Skakey. Of right? course. Hussein. So he's with crowd lending and I've been doing, we've been doing crowd lending closing since, uh, oh, well, I've been intricately involved with them since 2013, but we do, we've been doing their real estate commercial closings for developers, people flipping properties um, for hard money. You know, interest only 12 month financing loans since 2013. We've been doing their closing since 2015. Um, so that's kind of a niche market that we have because the commercial rates have always been 12%. So in a market with rising interest rates, we start to, you know, what keeps us going as a company is those types of deals. You know, so I've been developing relationships with more developers Uh, general contractors and guys that originate hard money loans like Hussein that I just mentioned with crowd lending. Um, and there's a lot of other hard money lenders out there, especially in this, in this area that have been popping up. Mm -hmm. um, the, the competition has really grown. Um, and the only thing that really separates those people from uh, in competition wise with the rates is the, is their experience, you know, You know, like you said, you don't always want to be the most expensive, but you don't want to be the cheapest. I think crowd has exactly. found their, their niche, you know, what, like two points, 12%. And that's pretty much the average. And then new companies will come in there just for volume. They're going to go, you know, eight, 9% with no points. I don't know how they survive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but that's kind of my niche market, the, the, the fix and flip market with the, you know, connecting, connecting developers with hard money lenders. Because uh, I know eventually I think we're going to get the closing if we do a good enough job, you know, connecting people together that are looking for money with the people that have the money. So, yeah. especially, like I said, in this residential market with the rising interest rates and the refis are down, the purchases are kind of plateauing a little bit as we get into the fall market. Exactly. Commercial, when I call commercial, hard money um, lenders and the, and the developers that are looking for flips, that's kind of like the way, that's my, um, that's the part of the business I want to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, for you, more competition, it's probably better, more opportunities that you can meet more people. Uh, but it it's a great point you make if you're an attorney listening to this podcast, you know, like that's other areas of uh, other areas of business where mm -hmm. you can expand yourself. Yeah. Uh, because we know that, that the mortgage real estate, uh, residential real estate and mortgages, residential mortgages will go through their phases. Yeah. I mean, we've been lucky time. the last, what, 10 years, 12 years, but it's not always going to last. So yeah. if you're looking for additional ways to like expand your business. Commercial. Good, yeah. Commercial. Good. Steady. The rates right. have been 12% for over a decade. Yeah. And even <laughs> yeah. if they go to 13, 14, it's, yeah, it's expected, right? I mean, yeah, if, absolutely. And I don't see that happening. I've been seeing them go down. I mean, even like vetted um, contractors or vetted developers, uh, they're on their fourth, fifth flip. Um, they can, they can get rewarded by that for going back to the same lender and paying on time and they can get a rate closer to 10. I love you know, it. And it's interest only. So it's not like, you know, it's no, there's no principle involved, you know, but uh, that, that market, St. Claude was never introduced to that market until you showed I, up until I showed up. Right. 
And there's a lot of other real estate law firms out there that only do residential. Oh, yeah. Majority of them just do residential. Yeah. Yeah. So we're still on HUDs on the commercial loans. It's like the wild. Of course. (laughs) There's no trade. There's no closing disclosure. You know, you can close same day. There's nothing to do. <laughs> the good old forms. Yeah. 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 We, we pride ourselves. We can do uh, an open and close, an open file to closing table in 10 days on hard money closings. Yep. 10 days. Yeah. And, and the developers, they want to close in 10 days too. They want to, they want to knock the house down as soon as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. So 10 days is, um, is pretty much the, the, the standard in the industry and we stick by it. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah, that that's that's outstanding. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't get better than that. No, no. Um, so, really quickly, title insurance. Why is it important? Title for insurance buyers. is what's for buyers. Yeah. Yes. Well, borrowers and refinancing don't have a choice. You have to have the lender's policy. If you have a mortgage, you have to have title insurance. So there's two types of title insurance. There's the owner's policy which most people purchase at the time that they bought the home and it stays with them forever. You never need an owner's policy again. It actually increases over time to protect your asset through inflation. Uh, And it can be handed down to heirs. You know, if you, if, if you passed away and your, your, your heirs uh, uh, inherit the property, they inherit that policy. They don't have to apply for a new one and write a new one. It's, 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 it's inheritable. They don't um, know that. That's, yeah, yeah. It, really in, cool. in, the, in the value of that policy increases with the value of your home and, and inflation. So um, that's something good to know. But the owner's policy is optional. When you're purchasing a home, you, can, you have to have lender's policy if you have a mortgage. Okay? So that is $2.50 per thousand on the lender's policy. That protects the lender's interest in the property. If there's any clouds on title. Now, of course, we do a title examination and we run back 50 years. That's a standard exam for someone that's buying a property. 50-year look back. So as we get further into the future, we're in 2023. What's 50 years put us at? That puts us at 1973? Yep. It's 1973. That's the year I was born. Anything that happened before 73 in this property, especially in New England, my house was built in 1880. They're not looking back that far. Yep. So... Now, in 1973, when I was born, and if I inherited this house, you know, from my grandfather, my parents are still alive. Maybe they had a, a special interest in the property back in the 60s. So, owner's policy protects the owner's interest in the property. Okay? That goes back 50 years. And anything before that, that could come up in the future, would you be protected? You know, it exactly. protects the owner's interest in the property. If someone claimed... Um, title or claimed uh, ownership to your title, uh, you know, that came forward from before that time, you'd be protected. You know, they would, they would hire an attorney to protect your interest in the property as an owner because you bought that one-time policy. It's $4 per thousand on the purchase price. It protects you all the way up to the purchase price. Lenders insurance, if you, if you don't decide to go with the owner's policy, because it is optional, I mean, I would never recommend it. um, But the lender's policy only protects you up to the purchase, up to the loan amount. So gotcha. you buy a million dollar house, you put half a million dollar down. Your lender's policy only protects the lender's interest in the property, and it only protects up to the loan, loan amount. amount. That's it. So you're leaving five hundred thousand dollars of equity 
at risk, right? At risk if someone ever came forward and took a claim on you. So thank you. Thank yeah. you for, for breaking it down. I think it's super important. I highly, highly recommend all my clients to get owner's title on all the properties we've bought. Uh, me and my we wife. We deal with bought. a lot of cash buying clients too. And lenders insurance, lenders title insurance doesn't uh, exist. It's zero. There's no lender. It's zero. So we always encourage them to buy an owner's policy because you're now you've owned, you're owning something that has huge exposure with no protection, you yep. know, on your, on your title insurance, even, you know, it could be previous liens that weren't recorded. It could be missing discharges, or it could be uh, um, an assignment of mortgage that was erroneously assigned. It could be a, an improper foreclosure. It could be, there's a million different things that could come up in a, in a, in a um, title exam or missed in, in a title exam. Um, Cause we're all human too. You know, 100%. so I would tell the, tell the cash buyers too. you know, get a policy, you know, and you can get it at a discount too. You know, attorneys don't always have to charge four dollars per thousand or two fifty per thousand. You know, we give every single first time home buyer up to twenty percent discount. Wow. Up to twenty percent. So if you it's a thousand dollar policy, you're gonna you're gonna take two hundred dollars off the top right there. You know, you can put that towards a new TV. Um first time first um first responders, first time home buyers, military, uh anyone that's a part of the MTA or Mass Teachers Association, um they all receive, even if it's not a first-time home buyer, they'll receive up to a 20% discount on their title insurance. Don't be afraid to ask. Everyone I wasn't aware. Ask. I wasn't aware. Everyone should ask, you know, because in our position, we're able to actually reach out to the title insurance company because we're the number. Listen, every real estate conveyancing law firm is, is an insurance broker. That's what we are. We write title insurance. We provide clients with title insurance. That's what we get paid on. You know, the title, the settlement fee is what, four fifty, five fifty. Yep. I mean, really, maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe or whatever it is up to, it could be up to a thousand depending on how much work's involved. But uh, typically, like you said, we are very reasonable. Um, you know, don't be afraid to ask for a discount. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. in a position where we can go to the title insurance company because we write so many policies with them. Um, we're just agents. We're an agent of a title insurance company, like your homeowner's insurance agent, is an agent of a bigger insurance agency, right? They're, they're a brokerage. They're, you know, handing down that policy to you. So we have the ability to go to them and say, listen, we're going to give Sadrid a discount on this one. What are you willing to do on this one? You know, he's a repeat client or he's a first time home buyer. You know, what do you want? Are you able to help us out? And they'll actually take on that discount out of their commission. So don't be afraid to ask for a discount because the attorney's, are still going to get or can still get the exact amount they were going to get, even with a discount, because the title insurance companies that we write with will say, okay, we'll eat the $85 on this one. And you guys keep your 115, you know? Yep. So it's not going to hurt our pockets on every deal. Um, again, case by case, but it, it's, don't be afraid to ask for a discount. I've never said no to a discount. Never. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so to everybody, don't be afraid to ask for a discount. Don't be afraid. Ultimately, uh, finally, well, I will tell you too. The, I do. I fight hard for the for the owner's policy because it, it, we get paid more. It's not a secret. Law, law firm, real estate law firms get paid more. The more the policy is, the more money we make. So yep. if someone doesn't want the owner's policy, I said, what if I can give it to you for for twenty five percent off? You know, I'd hate to see you buy a million two house and leave 
$600,000 exposed. And they'll never say no. You know, so you're going to give me an owner's policy for half or, or, or three quarters of what it would have cost? Absolutely. And I'm here to help you. I don't want you to come back. When you sell your house, I want you to call me because we do seller reps too. You know, and when you, when you buy another one or when you refinance, I want you to come back. Exactly. You know? So exactly. yeah, just, you know, paying it forward, being honest and, and upfront and uh, just doing the right thing. That's it. I love it. Yeah. Lastly, Paul, I only have a minute uh, and a half here. You want to talk about hair? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I love your hair, point. but listen, uh, very quickly, what motivates you every day? Uh-huh. after you get out of bed debt. and where can we follow and support you? Okay. I was making a joke. Debt gets me out of bed every day. No, um, <laughs> I just love doing what I'm doing. You know, I love my job. I love real estate. Um, staying positive. You know, I'm always half full. I love surrounding myself with people that are half empty because I'll, I'll, I'll put some of some of my stuff in their glass, you know, yep. to try to turn them around, yep. you know, uh, but staying positive, and uh and loving what you do every day talking to people meeting people expanding you know always growing always learning i'm not never afraid to learn something new and and when we do i always walk around the office and say hey everybody we all learned something new today you know because no one's above learning anything new or no one's above you know uh, trying to learn or listen to people every day you know so we always just try to help each other and um and stay positive that's what gets me going positivity and um and and learning and i love it and where can we support you Oh, that, oh, that's perfect. Well, almost um, done, we, but we have, uh, we're at, um, on Instagram, we're, we're at sync law. Uh, I'm Paul McRae on uh, Facebook, uh, Paul underscore McRae on Instagram. And we are also sync law on Instagram as well. And Facebook. Thank you, yeah. brother. Appreciate okay. you being on. Oh, SyncLaw.com. SyncLaw.com. Of course. <laughs> All right. So man, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate you.